The information provided by GoYouth Podcast, if for general information purpose only. All information on the podcast is provided with good faith, however we make no representation of ant kind, expressed by listeners and co-holds.
The information profited by Go Youth Podcast. It for general information purpose only. All information. All right, um, Morris, I'm sending you a link, uh, Tato. I'm sending you a link. Can you please try to call in? Because I need to make sure that within four minutes, all the speakers are on the portal. Uh, I see now Nico already muted. It's fine. Um, Morris, I'm sending you a link. Please, please, please um, accept. Or just check your, check your screen. I'm inviting you, so you just have to accept. Okay. I see that Ngovu is also there. Ngovu, can you try to mute? I'm not sure if you can be able to mute Ngovu. When you mute Ngovu, um, you press where it shows an icon of your phone, and then it will show mute, you mute. And then when you have to come live again, you press the same thing, then it will say unmute. For now, just mute for three minutes so that we can get all the people to come on board. The information profited by Go Youth Podcast, it for general information purpose only. All information on the podcast is provided with good faith. However, we make no representation of ant kind, expressed by listeners and co-holds. All right, good evening, brothers, good evening, sisters. We thank you so much for joining the show tonight. It's going to be one of the most interesting show ever as we are expecting people from Ghana, people from the United States of America, also expecting our brothers who are also coming from Zimbabwe. I know that we have Honorable Ndovi in the house coming along from Zimbabwe. We'll also be having a Thai Jarati, which I think she's still having difficulties in order to connect. We'll be having Honorable Abram in the house, and also we'll be having Honorable Arof along with um, Lawrence coming along from Kenya. It's an honor to have all the people. I don't we can mute. I will be having all the people to come on the house, please. Um, if you're listening and you know that you'll be participating, please make sure that you call in. I see that I already have Arof, I already have Nico, 
already have Ndovu. Um, let me see the other ones that have to come on to Porto before the show can go through. Uh, we are in short of Abram. Ndovu's in. Abram and also Lawrence. They need to come through so that the show can begin. Uh, Adolf, please check with Abram so that we can know what might be the issue with Abram. I think we're left with Abram. I'm also checking with um, Lawrence. I believe in two minutes the show should be able to go through. Out of make sure that you check with uh, Abram what's happening because we also expect Abram to be on the portal to participate. Can I please confirm that I'm audible? Hello? Yes, sir. No, you're 100% audible. All right, thank you. Yes, you're audible. Uh, you're audible. Let, you're audible. Let, okay, let's let check. me check with him. Okay, cool. Let's check with Ndlovu. Ndlovu, let's check with you uh, if your mic is audible. Can you unmute Ndlovu? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Okay, good Ndlovu. You're audible. It's fine. You can mute Ndlovu. Let's move to Nicholas. Nicholas, are you audible? Yes, I am. 100%. 100%. Thank you so much for confirming that. Let's go and get um, Abram and also Lawrence. And we start the show. Go Youth Podcast. If for general. Um, it have been confirmed with the speakers that are waiting for uh, they'll join in now allow me to play music we should play for almost two minutes and then so that we can be able to accept the speakers and the show will go through um, let's take a song coming along here from Masaela let's take it through and then after that the debate will start through
Hello? Yes, in trouble, we can hear you. All right. Okay. No, that's quite good. Um, now let's check with you. Um, I think now we have four people on the portal. Lebohang, make sure that you have a better signal so that you can be able to come in. Now let's start with you, Ndlovu. Ndlovu, uh, can you please unmute so that we can check your audio quality if you're good to go live? Okay, Honorable Ndlovu, please introduce yourself and where are you coming from, and also introduce yourself to the house. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, my fellow Pan-Africanists. My name is Jean Lovu. I come all the way from Zimbabwe, and uh, I'm calling from Mashingo right now. And I'm pleased to be on the show, and I'm willing to give my contribution and as much as I learn from uh, members of the sitting uh, uh, table. Thank you. Thank you so much, Honorable Ndlovu, all the way from Zimbabwe. Uh, let's move along to Arof. Arof, please introduce yourself to the house. Uh, good morning, good evening, good day to all the members of the house or the members who are participating in the podcast. My name is Adolf. I'm from South Africa, currently calling from uh, Mamilodi, a township outside Pretoria. So, yes, I'm pleased to be part of this family or the joint sitting here to participate and engage on the matters relating our country or continent. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Adolf, for introducing yourself. We'll move along to Honorable Nicholas. Honorable Nicholas, can you please introduce yourself to, introduce yourself to the house, sir? Good evening, uh, good morning, uh, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Nicholas Rasukhala. Uh, I'm, I'm from South Africa. I'm based in Captain Park. I'm pleased to be in with you today in this sitting uh, to engage about what really affects us as youth. So thank you very much, Ali, and uh, I'm pleased to be with everyone. Thank you so much, um, Honorable Nicholas, for introducing yourself. We move along to Honorable uh, Morris. Morris, can you please introduce yourself to the house? And you are joining us uh, tonight or today, this morning, from where? Morris. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm audible, but... Um, yes, you're audible, audible, sir. You're audible. Okay, uh, my name is Tado Maurice Lelengwa. I'm from Limpopo. I'm based in Limpopo uh, at Malagana Village. Yeah, nice to know you, all of you. All right, now thank you so much, um, Honorable Morris, for joining us. We also have um, Honorable Abram. Abram, uh, you're joining us from where? And introduce yourself to the house. Okay, my name is uh, Abram. Uh, I'm based on Pretoria, uh, South Africa.
right. Thank you so much, guys, for taking your time to join the show. This is how the show will go. I uh, will have motions in the house, and we'll be having proposition team and opposition team. The proposition team, actually, they will be agreeing with the motion, and the opposition team will be actually disagreeing with the motion. Now, in this case, uh, on the first motion, on the proposition team, we are going to have two people, and on the opposition team, we are going to have three people, because we are in short of one speaker whom actually failed to come in. Now, under the proposition, firstly, we are going to have Ndovu uh, and also Abram under proposition. And then under opposition, we'll be having Adolf, Nicholas, and Morris. I hope it's clear. Now, before we start the show, each and every speaker will be given two minutes uninterrupted to say anything that you want to say anything i will start with you in love we give you two minutes no one is going to interrupt your two minutes you say whatever that you want to say two minutes uh we start with you in love all right uh we're gonna come back to Ndovu. uh let's move to arof Uh, thank you. Thank you for the platform. Uh, first of all, I would like to say to members of this house, please uh, mute your mics if you are not participating because I see uh, uh, Honorable Ndlofu and Maurice, uh, their mics are on, but they are, they are not participating. So that is a plea that I'm asking from them. And then it will help us to also be able to recognize who wants to speak or who wants to engage on the matter brought forward so on and so on. Uh, unlike when everyone's mic is confusing. All right. No, I, I agree with you, um, Adolf. Which motion are we starting? Ndovu, for now, before we start with the show, each and every speaker is given Hello? two minutes to say, Ndovu, can you hear us? Can you hear right. me? Now, Ndlovu is... Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Ndlovu. Yes, we can. Yes, we can, Ndlovu. All right. Now, we're going to come back to Ndlovu. Let me move to Adolf. Adolf, um, say anything that you want to say? Uh, I, I don't have much to say right now. I just want to engage the topic and then let's go on. Okay. All right. I'll move to Nicholas. Each and every speaker need to say anything. It's a must. You have to say anything in general, what you want to say. Now, Nicholas. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Ali. Thank you a lot. Well, okay. I, I think this is the time. I can hear you. Yes, I can. All right. Uh, yes, Mr. Ndlovu, it's fine. We can hear you. But for now, mm -hmm. Mr. Ndlovu, just mute for now. Just mute for now. We're going to come back to you. Just mute. I can also Nicholas, go through. You Yes. Uh, yeah, I think this is an opportunity for us as the youth to to break down the things that um, that bothers us. You know, I I, I believe this type of platforms are are required, members, and uh, they are very important. Okay. I never take them light. 
let's really use this opportunity to voice out our concerns. Thank you very much, Ali. Uh, All right. Thank you so much for that, Nico. And uh, Lovu, uh, do you just say anything that you want to say in general within a minute? All right. Uh, we move to Ta Morris. Morris, can you say anything within a minute that you want to say uninterrupted? Yeah, I, I also concur with what uh, the, the previous speaker said on saying that this is a positive development. All right, no, thank you so much for that interview. Uh, we move along to Morris. Morris? All right, can't find Morris. Let's move to Abram. Abram, are you there? Uh, yes, yes, I'm here. You are given one minute uh, to say anything. Good evening. Okay, good evening, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to highlight that uh, we are on a debate. Uh, we are not in a competition here. And then um, uh, we are here to learn. It's not of uh, who's the best, uh, who's not the best. Um, the, the main reason and the main purpose of this uh, platform is for us to exchange ideas and learn more and develop ourselves to for to grow and and, and, and and to groom ourselves into the future as the youth, how to tackle uh, the issues uh, around us. Let's remember that which is, this is not a competition. <laughs> it's a platform where we exchange ideas. Thank you. podcast. It for general information. All right, no, thank you so much, guys, for taking your time. Now, I think we're going to have a problem with Morris. We're going to put him aside. Uh, Ndlovu, you're going with Abram. Adolf, you're going with Nicholas. Uh, Morris is experiencing load shading. Now we're going to move with the first motion. Should African countries lower the voting age? Because we know now they say that if one actually wants to vote, they need to vote actually starting from a set age. Now, Ndlovu and Abram are on the proposition side. Adolf and Nicholas are also on the opposition side. If you want to come in while the speaker is speaking, it's POI, we stand for point of information on the text. I start with the proposition team. Should African countries lower their voting age? Proposition team. Good evening once again, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Love, I'm from Zimbabwe and I'm coming to, to agree with the topic, I'm actually saying that if we look at Africa demographically, we are going to have youth people, people below the ages of 35, constituting over 70 to 75 percent of the population of the elders. And when you're going to look at our political leadership, be it the, 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 the continental representation, the parliament, the continental parliament the other time where Malema went to 
if you look at our leadership when we do the African Union or the, the SADC thing, you find out the representation of leadership is not fair enough. So it is a habit, it's more of a tendency that has been developed over Africa of sidelining youth from activities that determine their future. Yes, I agree with the motion that uh, uh, voting age should be lowered. You see now, if you're going to look at, at, at our children, the quality of education they're getting at grade six, grade seven, uh, at high school, they have the capability of making critical decisions. They have the, if someone who is 16 years old is allowed to drive a car that is carrying people and with other people on the streets, is, if that person who's 16 years old is allowed to drive a car, why should they not be allowed to vote? What is easier to drive or to vote? So I actually think that by lowering the voting age, we actually promote youth participation, we actually promote uh, uh, involvement, we actually promote uh, a governance that involves uh, uh, new ideas that come from youth. Thank you. All right, thank you so much, Honorable Speaker. We're still on the proposition team. Actually, I, I agree with Mr. Ndlovu here. Indeed, African countries should lower the age of, of, of voting. Remember, now, uh, Africa it has the youngest and the fastest population in the world uh, that is small. And then I think that... Okay, uh, I think Abram uh, is just going to come back now. Uh, Abram, uh, we are still with you, Abram. Okay, not sure what might be happening with Abram. Uh, okay, in the meantime, now I hope, Abram, you got the motion. The motion actually was that should African countries actually lower their voting age. Um, can you come back, Abram? All right. Okay, cool. Now let's move to the opposition team. Ndlozi, uh, I actually hear you. And uh, from my side, I understand what you're saying, uh, looking on the issue of young leaders actually to be given power so that they can take Africa to the next level. I understand you and you did ventilate it very well. But the thing is that, what is the opposition team saying? Let's go to the opposition team, Arof. Uh, thank you, thank you. My name is Adolf. As I introduced myself, uh, I would have to, or I would like to disagree with the, uh, the the proposition teams, and I'm going to be very short and very brief uh, on why I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm disputing their, their 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 statement. Reason number one: uh, currently in our in South Africa, our constitution, which is mostly worldwide, and and a child is any person who is 18 years or less. So a child is someone who still requires parental guidance, parental support, parental care, and all those other things. So such child cannot have a very, or cannot be matured enough to promote critical thinking or make critical decisions. Voting is not only about going into the ballot paper and make a cross. You have to be very critical. You have to be very fair. You have to understand your, your point. Which party are you picking? Why are you picking it? A 16-year-old child cannot be able to interpret a manifesto. A 16-year-old child cannot be able to, to, to question the, 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 the uh, what, what do we call this? A political uh, 
conferences and all these things. So that person still under metric, not yet to complete their metric. So they are still in the high school. They are teenagers. They are, they are yet to make very uh, decisive decisions. So I don't think uh, allowing them to, to vote because we want to we want to uh, cover the whole population will be such a very good idea because we will just be allowing people to vote but that then we are we are not really allowing people who will be making a very conscious uh, votes that that is my statement thank you <laughs> all right thank you for that uh out of oh this guy is bringing a point on the table let me leave it uh nicholas well uh thank you thank you i definitely agree with my my, my speaker on this side well i think already the power is there I, I, I don't know. Already the power is there. And then the elders who are already in a position to vote are just not, uh, well, are just not careful in choosing their decisions. But I think the power is already there. We don't need to drag the youth within uh, political squabbles. So I think we already have like enough uh, enough voters, I mean, elders who can decide on things that affect them every day. I mean, these people who are there who are voting right now as we speak in Africa, majority of them, they're still selecting like, uh, you know, political uh, organizations that they keep on oppressing them. They keep on uh, denying them service deliveries and whatever. So, well, I don't think the problem is literally voting age per se. It's not voting age. The problem is well, uh, to emancipate our people from them understanding what actually is it important for them to go and vote. So, so we are trying to deal with a with a very you know a different issue of 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 age. But I think the solution is there already. So that's my observation. I don't think the age plays any major role. Yeah. Uh, well, Nicholas, we already have the Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas. There's a POI coming from. Uh, thank, thank you, uh, Chairman. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm having a bad network this side. Okay, let's go through Nick. Okay. Abram. <laughs> yeah, uh, Abram, what is your POI? Okay, think Abram still having Abram? Go through. All right. Um, now we're gonna go back. I think Abram, as soon as um is having a clear connection, he will tell us. Now, Lovu, the opposition team is disagreeing with you and your partner in terms of the voting age. That no, 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 no. Um, the young ones should not be granted access to vote. And one is also saying that um, the young ones, the one actually be able you know to go through you know uh to be in the parliament and also uh to mm -hmm. fight with other things that we see most of the pollution are fighting with uh Dovu, how do you mm -hmm. respond um i would like to to appreciate the their contributions that have been made previously by the opposition team 
Um, but I would like to remind them of some very common factors. The first factor is that, do we all know that maturity is not measured by age? There is no clear-cut relationship between age and maturity. We've got 65, 75, 35-year-old people choosing wrong governments in Africa, governments that have killed people, governments that have failed service delivery, governments that have ignored human rights. So what I'm actually saying is that if, if our fourth former if our 12th grade student is able to, 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 to make critical decisions in examinations, is able to make recallings, able to solve mathematical problems that they can go and do in jobs, why can they, they not make a, a decision as far as choosing political uh, leadership is concerned? Because this is a move. Actually, I think where our argument begins to be a little shaky is we had to agree at some point what age should it be lowered up to. If our voting numbers, our voting Ndlovu, ages could be lowered. Ndlovu, to... Ndlovu, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you, Ndlovu. I see a POI coming from Arolf. Arolf, what is your POI? Uh, thank you. Uh, in, in my ob objection is that uh, metric examination cannot be measured in terms of a, as, as a maturity or a critical decision type of a thing. Solving a mathematical problem can also not be uh, treated as that because those mathematical problems is the problems that the child has been taught to, to, to okay, we'll take it, okay. Thank you, I was just reading your, your, your text here. Uh, those mathematical yeah, problems no, no, is, 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 is the problems that the child has been taught the whole year, but when a political leadership comes forward and present a manifesto it is very difficult for that child to analyze that thing because some of them they don't even know what is our constitution made of they don't even know all the critical sectors in our government so they need to understand those things they need to emphasize the understanding in terms of why they have to make such a decision right now a child or a, 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 a teenage child can be bribed so easily they can give them food they can buy them data and then they go and vote for that for for that political leader and say this leadership is very good is nice is all that because those people they are supplying them with material things so it's not about material things it's experience of life they haven't gone through enough experience in their life to make that such that decision voting is not about the cross it's a very critical decision that one has to take thank you uh the first poi yes and we're gonna come to you the first poi it came from uh, morris morris what is your poi before we take in Jovu, what is your POI, Morris? Morris, what is your POI? Jovu, can you please come in? Okay, okay. hold on in Jovu. We see that Morris is back. Morris, what is your POI? Okay, Um. Uh, the last speaker, Adolf, uh, spoke a lot of things that I wanted to mention, like the likes of... um. A children not being able to think clearly they can be easily bribed yes like um the moment they see that um that leader is giving them things which they use to they can use to bribe them then that will entice them from voting to for okay uh can you come in Okay, I would like to respond to the issues that have been raised by the floor in terms of uh, vote buying. With adult people in Africa, we're still having people getting food handouts on election day and voting for a government that will not deliver service delivery. You understand what I'm saying? I also wanted to say that, is there a guaranteed age where we know that one has attained mental maturity? Those are the questions I would like to ask. The 
not not necessarily uh, I don't think there is an age whereby we can say one attain maturity. Maturity, well, it cannot be measured by age. That's why we are saying that age is actually not a problem. Well, uh, the, the, the current population that is allowed, uh, we are more basing our, our points on the experience that they have. These are the people who are not working. These are the people who are who are looking for land, you know, to, 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 to establish their settlements. These are people who are also fighting to have schools for their kids, you know. So I will, I'll, I'll definitely say that uh, this... Honourable honorable Speaker, Honourable honorable Speaker uh, Nicholas, there is a POI coming from the floor from Ablam. Uh, Abram, you are identified. What is your POI? Thank you very much, Chairman. Uh, apologies to the panel about with my my network connection. Now, um, let me let me my pure eyes on on it's Nicholas Nicholas. Um, Mr. Ndovu stated Uguti stated a question that Uguti, what is exactly the age that if one to stay to Uguti, this one is matured or not being matured? Now your response is that you 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 are not giving us the direct answer. Is that you are saying that it's not matter of an age, right? Now 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 what we want to understand Uguti, now you are opposing something that the young ones. How do we define young? Because now we are defining by age. How do we define the young uh, young younger person? Because now we cannot. Because we are agreeing Uguti, it should be it should be uh, 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 descended to 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 sixteen for a person to be emancipated to 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 vote and then you guys are saying Nguti, now you are not sure of an age it's not about an age but but yet you are saying Nguti, that there's your a time is up speaker your, your time is up speaker uh morris uh, what is your poi your idea okay i wanted to ask you opposition or that expect to, to 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 for them to to get a chance to vote since maybe uh, maybe when in south africa usually uh, when you are 18 it's when you are responsible enough for voting so other countries it might be 16 so i want to know what you guys think should be the age because we cannot say a 13 year old child go and vote and then 14 year old child maybe 16 yes but Below that, I don't think so. So I wanted you to ask to to, to answer what actual age do you think a, a child should vote? Can I right, take that, Chairman? On our speaker. Okay, um, Glovu, you identified. Okay. Yes, I, I was actually saying my question is is to the motion that generally in Africa or most of the countries allow voting at an age of 18 and we're actually saying that what is the difference between someone who's 18 and 16 when there's not any factor that determines maturity we have 28 year old 35 and 70 year old people who do not have the ability to make critical decisions in choosing government so with the level of education that we've imparted on our children and their ability to cope with these things why should they fail to choose their leaders at 16. There is a POI coming from the floor. Speaker Adolf, what is your POI? Uh, thank you. Remember, here we are not uh, specifically specifying that the, the, the maturity is the requirement for voting. We are stating the issue of, uh, in general, like we are generalizing that above 18 years old, 
a child is is expected to be matured enough or fully experienced and responsible enough to make that decision this is why i'm saying i'm saying this number one scientifically when you are less than 18 you have two types or two parts of your brain the cold freeze part of your brain and the hot part of your brain and the part that helps analyze your emotions and the part that helps analyze your physical life experiences so a 16 year old child is still under development mentally every other child because if we use maturity there's still a a a, a there might be a 13 year old child there's a poi there's a poi coming from the floor from can i finish my point yes you can you can okay yes there there might be a 13 year old child who is matured because based on the experience maybe that child had to take responsibilities their parents have left them early and then they had to take responsibility of all of their remaining uh, siblings and all that and that child became matured early so are we saying that child also can be allowed to vote because that child is matured is that what a uh, honorable Indrof is stating but then generally the country or the constitution has put it forward that from this age we require everyone to be able to vote because they believe that on that age scientifically your mentality and everything else you are grown enough to make such critical decisions your time is up speaker and love your identity yes i wanted to interject on him to ask him a question when he says that when one becomes 18 he is he or she is expected to be mature that is assumptive data for us to come here and say that we precisely know based on samples on assumptions and research that one who is 18 is completely and totally more mature than one who is 16 is a great assumption and negation of of uh, a psychological justice we have, you see, we, what happens with human psychology is that you cannot come and assume because person A, B, C, D uh, post so and so traits, so therefore EFG will possess the same traits. I'm actually saying that what is the difference in mental capacity and how measurable is it for us to assume that someone who is 16? I will give you an example uh, that is very point. pan-African. Up, the fact up, that I'm able to your point. Wrap up your point in Dlovu. Wrap up your point in Dlovu before we take the POI from yeah, the that's that's Can you please wrap up your point? I was actually saying if our African armies could incorporate 16-year-old men to fight for their women and children, why can they not vote in the 21st century? Uh, Adolf, you are identified. Uh, Chairman, it was I first. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Um, you can go through. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Jobu. You know, Mr. Jobu is raising a valid point here, stating Uguti, if now African countries, they can take a 16-year-old to the army to fight, or why can they are not, are not allow that person to vote? Now, you know what? I think, I think the system is not fair. The system is seclusive to us as a youth now. We have old people, 70 years, 80 years, 60 years people in parliament representing the majority of the population of the country uh, example of south africa you understand now 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 from from our young age they will say we don't have in experience in politics why don't we have experience in politics we are not taught about politics that is why we do not have experience of politics now when we say that the, the constitution should be amended amended and then uh, 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 they should lower the age of voting. It's now where we can introduce that 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 
young children should be taught politics from their young age so that they can be able to participate the suitable age for us is 16 when they reach 16 they should be able to participate now we've been in 27 years of of, of freedom in in south africa but nothing has changed Adolf is saying, the speaker Adolf is saying that uh, uh, young people, they can be manipulated easy, they can be bright, they can be bought that and, and so on and so. All people that are doing that, we three billions are missing in South Africa. Wrap 90 billions point, are missing in South Africa. My point is that, Chairman, is that, Uguti, now, young people are not giving they are not given an opportunity to be in the field of politics now now they're being oppressed because they're not being taught of politics now they allow them to grow older before they can participate in politics and that is not fair constitution should be amended and then and then they should lower the age of voting all right thank you so much uh speaker now we are identifying adolf uh, thank you. Uh, this is this is the danger that uh, the amendment of voting age is going to pose into our country or our continent. Number one, right now, uh, 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 alcohol can only be allowed to be so bought or consumed by someone 18 years and above. So if we are allowing the 16-year-old ch child or children to be able to make the decision and vote for their leadership, that means we should also amend that uh, that uh, restriction age that says children less than uh, 18 years are not supposed to be uh, sold beer and everything. That means that, that, that uh, restriction should also be amended because you are giving them an opportunity to vote. You should also give them opportunity to do that. And uh, this is the danger these children 16 year old is still expected to be in grade grade 10 if i'm not mistaken so are we saying grade 10 learners should be allowed in taverns and everything to party and all that because speaker, they are allowed to also a uh, uh, speaker honorable speaker adolf can you yes. please uh, wrap up your point before we take into yeah my point is that uh this issue uh, of uh, allowing 16 year old to, to, to vote means we should also include them in some of those things which were restricted because they were restricted based on the fact that they are still under 18 years old and they require parental yeah. guidance so why not all right your time is up Arof. uh thank you for your point honorable ndofu your poi what is your poi for i wanted to ask him that should we consider the age of voting basing on alcohol should we logically say in Africa we want children to vote at 18 because they cannot drink alcohol when they are 16? Let me answer that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it's based on alcohol. I said alcohol is a mis uh, is an example that a uh, example of restriction for that age. So there are a lot of things which they are restricted from. Alcohol is one of those things, meaning that if we allow them to vote, everything else that was re restricted to them should be allowed to them. Can and scientifically... Uh, point of order, point of order, can, point of order. Can I be uh, next? Abram, you are identified. No, Mr. Uh, Morris, uh, Morris. Point, point of order, uh, Morris, uh, you have to say POI on the chat box before. If, if you look, Abram, if you look before Ndovu, okay. I said POI. All right, all right, all right. Sorry for that. Morris, can you please come in? Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to... to, to, to... Uh, respond to Adolf. He said that um, if we are allowing a 16-year-old to vote, it means that we should allow them to drink alcohol. Okay. Everything that we are saying here is based on reasons. 
here we are saying uh, a 16 year old especially when they're in grade uh, 10 they they most of them they are critically thinkers if you check the our subject in South Africa, when you are in grade 10, you expected to be a critical thinker. You get what I'm saying? So it corresponds with the critical thinking part. So when you are talking about alcohol, when you come with alcohol, you have to tell us reasons and reasons that goes hand in hand with alcohol. Why should we allow 16-year-olds to be Honorable drinking? Speaker Morris, you get what I'm uh, saying? can you please wrap up? Honorable Speaker Morris, can you please wrap up your point before we take up, Okay, what I wanted to say is that we cannot uh response respond on this one of, of of voting with or correlation with the one of drinking alcohol it does your not time go, they don't go your time is up your time's up speaker abram your poi <laughs> thank you very much chairman <laughs> i don't know if we are making okay i wouldn't say is an irrelevant uh example now you know chairman when we look that is why i'm saying our youth are being robbed their future this, this, these are kind of things that we need to be taught in an early age as we start of attending school. These are the things that we need to be taught. We need to be taught how to be responsible of sex. We need to be taught how to be responsible in, in drinking alcohol. We need to be taught in, 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 you know, in a sense of handling ourselves in a behavior after the adolescent stage. We need to be taught that in an early age so that when, 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 when we reach uh, in masturbation uh, uh, age of, of 16, that was me and Zovu that believe that the, the age should be lowered at, honorable that will be already Abram, having an experience. Uh, honorable Speaker, Honorable Speaker Abram, uh, can you please wrap up your point yes, before we move to... Okay, my, my, my point is that this this uh, uh, our system is roping the future of, of 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 our youth now we need to be taught these things we need to be prepared of these things before we could reach the age of uh, of 16 now 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 so that we can be responsible in handling such situation as voting for the political parties to lead us your time is up speaker i will move into adolf what is your opinion? Uh, thank you. Uh, I first have to, I uh, would like to answer uh, Honorable Morris. Uh, Honorable, Honorable Morris, I am not saying, maybe my point was not uh, uh, digested properly. I am not saying that uh, alcohol is an example. People should be allowed to drink alcohol. I'm, I'm talking about the law, the law that has restricted alcohol. Why did they restrict alcohol in the first place? In the first place, that is the question that you should ask yourself. Why should they restrict alcohol? They restricted alcohol that they believe that in less than 18 years you are still child. You cannot consume such a thing. They do it currently, which is wrong and is not supposed to be done. But uh, constitutionally, you are not allowed to do that. But if they allow you to also go and vote. If, like uh, Honorable Ndrof has said, they, they, they take children into the military, do those children willingly want to apply for those military or the government is choosing to do that? Are you taking a grade 10 child and take them into metric? That grade Honorable 10 child Speaker is still... Arof, uh, can you please yes. wrap up your point? And also, Honorable uh, Morris, you are overrided to respond directly to Honorable... 
Aha, thank you. Uh, I'm saying uh, <laughs> you disturbed me. I was saying that if they, they, that children is taken to military, uh, did they go to military willingly or the government has enforced that to them? A child in grade 10, they are still entering into a uh, adolescent stage. They are still entering into choosing mainstreams for their uh, careers, science, accounting, whatever. So they are not yet critical thinkers. They are still under adolescence. So we cannot uh, base our speaker. voting. All right. Now, um, before we move to the overrided POI, which is Morris, uh, Nicholas, what is your POI? Well, I, I, I wanted to say to uh, my fellow oppositions that I don't think they understand what is the problem in Africa, actually, in particular relation to voting. I, I, I don't think that uh, age is, 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 is a factor. I still say, I still stand by my, my, my point that we have the power already. We have the power already. We are just not using it. Those who are in charge of that power, they are not applying it. We have got the power. We have got people who are affected, directly affected by these issues. You know, as an hierarchy, I think your parent is more affected that by than you being affected by what affects your parent. Uh, can so, you please wrap up I your point, uh, Honorable Speaker yes. Nicholas? Can you wrap up your point before we move to Speaker Maurice? Yes, I still stand that, well, voting age is not a problem. We just need to uh, engage more with the ones which currently have the right. Thank you. Your, your time is up, my speaker. We're moving to Honorable Morris. What is your POI? Okay, uh, my POI is that um, I agree uh, with Mr. Androvo saying that the uh, 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 Aging vote should be decreased, but not to less than 16 year olds. So maybe 16 years old and above, they should be allowed to vote, according to me, from uh, deducting from what Mr. Ndlubu said. Okay, again, uh, I want to answer that one. They are saying uh, learners in grade 10 are not critical thinkers. If you can check in our curricula, South African curricula, it states that learners that are in grade 10, they are able to critique. This, uh, this thing, it comes from the questions which you ask. Learners, they say dis uh, discuss, Honorable for example, Speaker, describe. Morris, All can those you things they are telling you before we move okay. to Globe. Okay, okay. Oh, what I wanted to see to highlight is that learners that are in grade 10, they're critical thinkers. You can check it for yourself before you answer uh, me. Your time is up, Morris. Your time is up, Speaker. Um, Honorable Nklovu, POI's point of information. Your What is your POI, Mr. Nklovu? Nklovu? Okay, uh, Chairman, can I speak on my partner's behalf? Because I see he's okay, having please a go problem. Please go through. Please okay. go through. Okay. Well, I was actually you know, trying to Chairman, remind people okay, one no, thing. He's back. He's back. If, go through. We, do we all agree that when a person gets no. to a certain... Hello? Can please we hear go me? through. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. All right. Um, your partner can take it through. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Chairman. Um, you know, Chairman, you know, lowering the vote age 
to 16 for all African countries will not only reflect to, 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 to anarchy or democratic structures of the continent, but it's also going to expand the political participation. Look at, look at, look at, at the, at the uh, uh, developed countries, you know, Australia, Brazil, Cuba, you know, uh, 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 they've lowered their, their voting age to 16. You understand? So what I'm saying is that if, if we do that, maybe also us can, can have more population in participating in politics, in how to grow our economy. All right. Um, let me try to see if we can get in Dovu. Dovu, can you come back? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Yeah, I was actually saying that, um, do we have any guarantees that the older ones are critical thinkers when there is so much misgovernance in Africa? Do we all agree that there's an age where someone stops thinking or starts thinking like a child? We have people who are over 95 years being allowed to vote. Are those people better thinkers than those who are 16? If we are going to inculturate our children to understand politics so that they can vote at 16, we should do so with our education. Not to say that they are not critical thinkers, they are not able to do those things. That is very unfair. And in, in that, in so doing, we've actually... In so doing, we've actually uh, 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 taken away a lot of uh, 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 talent that should come with the younger generation. All right, uh, thank you, Ndovu. There is a POI coming from Adolf. Uh, thank you. I need to actually answer that, uh, the issue of guarantee. There is no guarantee which age or what uh, uh, is, is, is happening there. There is no guarantee about anything, but then scientifically in terms of the growth of the brain, the development of a child and every other things, a 16-year-old is unfit to make such critical decisions because they are not mentally grown enough. That is the scientific scientific evidence that is there. You cannot compare uh, two or three people who are doing mistakes and say that because they are doing mistakes and then this child is doing good thing and then we can all allow them to do that. If a 16-year-old is allowed to vote, why can't we not allow a 15-year-old as well? And if we are allowing a 15-year-old, why are we not allowing a 14-year-old? So on, so on, so on, descending. Why are we not doing that? Thank you. Guys, you're still on. <laughs> I think everyone's mind is unmuted. Chaperson, can you come back? According to me, you know what I'm thinking is that uh, let's rather introduce political education to, to these younger ones, you know. Let's groom them uh, with this learning. Like, let, let, let's instill political information within them as they grow at school and let's not you know try to put them within political squabbles and all those things and they will later when they reach 18 the interaction coming vote, through to vote when they they are right yeah, go through, right go through Nicholas, go through yes yes so like, 
if we try to teach them as much information as possible as they are still at school, groom them like that and then they will make okay. those decisions. Thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Chairman. Wrap up your spawn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, currently, uh, Nicholas is agreeing with us now. Uh, uh, as I, we have said, Guti, you know, we, we are here to learn and then, and then exchange uh, ideas. So now, like I was saying, he's agreeing with us that, you know, we've been robbed the future. We, we, we are not taught politics at a young early age. Now, now look, 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 look at, look at uh, the research shows, Guti. You know, people between the, the ages of 12 and 18, they participate in political discussions through social media and make household decisions, but yet they cannot vote. Check, 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 look at Kenya. Look at Kenya, for example, which has more than the population of 38 million people, but about 4 million people are aged between the age of 18 who are con who, who, who are more socially and economically and politically active. You understand what I'm saying? So so we need young people to participate more. Adolf, to the speaker Adolf, Adolf, you cannot say that we cannot measure the, the mistake of one or two people and then we say, good to know they are wrong, then we can include young people to vote. Look at 1976 at South Africa, what happened? The young people took it upon themselves. Good, you know what? All people they're not they're not they're not defending us. You know they're agreeing with the system. They took it upon themselves that we're gonna fight against the system, and they fought against the system, and they won against the system. You understand what I'm saying? We need more young people to participate in politics. Let that be lower the age. Of voting, so that more young people can participate in political field. Speaker, honourable speaker, honourable speaker, can you please wrap up your point before we take in close? Yes, as, as I was saying, Chair Chairman, like like what happened in South Africa. You know, we need more young people to participate in politics. But how can they be participating in politics, whereas you know they limited the age for for participation? All right, thank you so much, Honorable Speaker. All right, uh, Honorable Ndovu, what is your POI? I, 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 I raised my POI first. I'm sorry, uh, Honorable Speaker Morris. Yeah, I also wanted to agree with him that. Okay, Ndovu, let's take Ndovu, let's take Morris before. Morris, what is your POI? Can, can I go ahead? Yeah, let's let's take can Morris before. Ahead? Let's let's take Morris. Hold on, hold on, Jovu. Let's okay, take Morris. Um, okay, guys. Um, what I wanted to ask is this. Um, since uh, we are saying uh, uh, politics must be included in our curriculum, what I wanted to know. Which part of the politics should we include? Voting is not itself political, because we hear eventually we are centered at voting. So, which politics or which types of politics do you want to be? To do you want it be involved in our curriculum at schools? And at which grade should we start introducing politics in in schools? So that those are the questions that I. All right, thank you so much, Speaker. Let's move to Ndlovu first. Ndlovu, what was your point of information? 
and also we welcome you uh, vincent uh, thank you for joining uh, vincent if you also want to call in you're welcome to call in Ngovu, what is your point of information uh, okay chairman let me answer on behalf of my my my, my partner there Okay, let's see. Hold on, hold on, Abraham, a little bit. Let's see if Ndovu can come through. Ndovu? I was actually saying that um, we need to agree that now as the debate progresses, that the, we, we have no definite number that we. Ndovu, are you still with us? All right, um, you can take it, Abram. Just wrap it okay, up before uh, take Nicholas. Okay, to answer his question, uh, hello? on, on you which grade should you... Yes, you can yes, hear you. Can... can you hear me now? Yes. Hello? Lovu, can we are able to hear you? We are not sure if you can get us right. Can you hear me now? Okay, cool. Um, uh, let's. I'm with you. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, Lovu. Please wrap up your point. I think Mr. Ndovu is experiencing uh, in, uh, network Technical problems. Problem. Okay, let's 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 move yeah. to let's move to Nicholas. Nicholas, what was your POI for? Well, I wanted to answer the question about education, political education. Well, as much as history is taught right now in schools, I mean, in schools they are teaching. Can you our, hear me? Our, Hello, our kids. Okay, cool. Um, can you hear me? Uh, Honorable um, Ndovu, just hold a second. Uh, please continue, um, Honorable Nicholas. You are actually saying that we are not actually arguing about a specific age when voting must be allowed. I think Mr. Ndovu is experiencing... Okay. All right. No, no, I, I get uh, it. Um, because I can hear that there's a serious yes, sir. All, all Technical can problems. I, can, can I say something? It's not related to, to, to the debate. Uh, honorable Ndrov, please, uh, you are experiencing technical problems. Can you allow uh, your member or the one that is helping you to, to, to continue with the discussion? Because when you just come in and out and in, uh, there's some kind of disturbance in the discussion. So can you at least a wait and then a, uh, request a permission on the chat box so that the chairperson can allow you to to to, to speak because if you are just going in and out it's a disturbance yeah uh, oh. all right um thank you so much before before i allow you abram to go through I want okay. to check, uh, Speaker Nic Speaker Nic Speaker Nicholas. Um, did you manage to wrap up your point? No, I I, I didn't actually. But I was half. Can you please wrap up your point? Yes. What I was saying is that education 
voting as well is still very important you know you can never undermine it's not just a choice it it is a joy it is a choice uh, that is backed up by you know experiences and by reality so i think teaching of politics at school it should actually be as abstractive as possible they should teach young kids about what is politics what, what is nicholas can you please um, can you please wrap up your point so that we can move to abra <laughs> So they, they should just be taught about politics in general. What is politics and why do we need it? Thank you. All right. Thank you for that. Um, Honorable Aplam, the floor is yours. <laughs> thank you very much, Chair. You know what I like, Chair, is that the opposition is, is, is slowly agreeing with us. Now, to answer Maury's question is that, you know, uh, uh, we... They need to be taught at an early age as grade one. Uh, children must be taught politics to answer your question at an early age of grade one. Now, 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 Nicholas is speaking about Uguti. We are being taught a history at schools. You know, the history that we are being taught at schools is not the history of, of, of the current uh, uh, politics structure that is happening now. We'll be taught about Mandela, how he went to prison and the Steve because of they being killed, which if, which, of which is they're not fruitful to us. We need to be taught about the economy, how the economy is being run. We need to be taught about, about politics, how politics are being run. That is the kind of education that 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 uh, we need to be taught of. Chairman, uh, through you, you know, I, I'm requesting Muguti, you know, one day we should be we should be talking about, debating about the educational system of, of Africa. You understand? Because now, I think now we lack more on that. Now, to answer your question, Nicholas, is that to wrap up chairman is that you know children need to be taught up politics at an early age of grade one when they start with with attending schools your your time is up my speaker and i'd like to say the motion is noted uh it will be presented next week um honorable speaker Arolf, what is your poi uh, my poi is actually regarding the the the, the I think we, we still have other topics to engage. Uh, so in general, uh, as this is also the, uh, the platform to also teach and engage as well. I think uh, we have to agree that uh, voting age can be lowered only if uh, children or uh, there should be more enough information provided to the children at the schools. As my, 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 my fellow member here and the colleagues uh, in, in, in this uh, platform also stated that uh, we can allow lowering the age of voting if only if there should be enough information provided to them uh, at schools and uh, everywhere. So uh, to wrap up the point, I would say uh, the, 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 the proposing team... Uh, has presented their statement very well, and I have to agree with them in the, uh, in that statement that uh, all right, voting should be lowered on on facts right. that children are given enough information. All right, all right. Thank you so much, my speaker, for that. Which means I'm gonna take the last POI from Morris, and I expect the POI to conclude because I want to move to the other motions, which we are going to be brief on them. Honorable Morris, what is your POI for? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to say that um, uh, since we are talking about to different topics and so on, but today we are talking about one. So I think uh, you, the speaker, you should write down the topic at the top, meaning that at the at the at the first.
Okay, Maurice, um, you're trying to raise a point uh, about your breaking. Um, let's take a short break just for 30 seconds so that we can get ready um, for a second emotion. All right, but thank you so much for all the speakers. Tonight it's quite hot. You know, I can hear all the speakers, they're well prepared. They debated on another level, looking at Honorable Nicholas Aroff, looking also on Morrison, also Abram, and also Mr. Global, all the way coming from Zimbabwe. We thank you so much, my brother. Now, guys, we're moving to the second emotion. Now, on the second motion, we'll be looking on the taxation. You know, the taxation system, a lot of people are complaining about the taxation system. Some are saying that it's taking their money. Some are saying that the taxation system really, it doesn't work for them. Now, the motion that we have to move through now is that, is taxation actually excellent or bad for African countries? I'll start with the proposition team. Not sure if the proposition team actually got the motion. The motion actually is that is taxation excellent or bad for African countries because we know for sure that taxation is there in each and every country in Africa. The proposition team can't get anything. Opposition team, are you there? Yes. Well, hello? Nicholas? Yes, can you hear me? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm also here. Nicholas? Uh, Take uh, leadership. What's happening? Uh, I, I thought you said the proposition team should uh, bring the motion forward and then uh, we choose whether we oppose or not because I can't say taxation is Can good you? and I can't say taxation is bad without knowing what the... But let's hear if you can go through now. Nicholas, go through. Oh, I can go through, yes. Thank you. Okay, not sure what's happening with Nicholas. It's, it's, it's quite breaking. 
I'm not sure, guys, if um, we are all on the same side. I think the the audios are delaying from the other side. I'm going to go individually to check whether we are on the same pace. Nicholas, can you hear us? Can't hear anything. Um, Abram, can you hear us? Arof? Okay, I think with Adolf, we're okay. Um, Abram? We can't hear anything. Uh, Morris? Okay, Morris and Abram, they're okay. Nicholas? Yes, okay. present. All right, cool. All right, cool. Now, remember now, I think we are left with three speakers actually here because I see that um, Abram is having issues also. Now... Nicholas, you'll remain you'll remain on the you'll remain on the proposition team. Under the opposition team, we'll still have Adolf and also Morris under opposition team. Very quickly, um, as we're speaking about the taxation system, I was asking you, Nicholas, that is taxation system excellent or bad in African countries? The proposition yes, team. Yes, I, I believe taxation it's it's necessary. Uh, I mean, it's no, it's not up for question because. Finding it difficult to hear, Nicholas. Um, Arof? Hello? I'm here. Arof, are you there? Yes, I'm available. Uh, speaker? Hello, Speaker? What's happening? There's no voice here. Yeah, Nicholas, hold, hold on, Adolf. Yeah, hold on, Adolf. Uh, Nicholas, please. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Nicholas, can you please um, wrap up your point? And we can understand. Why are you saying um, taxation is necessary? It's necessary because it has to okay. raise the revenue. Um, I think Nicholas is muted. Um, let's move to you, um, um, Adolf. Adolf? Uh, taxation, I need to understand the question. Nicholas, taxation you, you, in terms... Can I go on? Because... Uh, what's it been... Yes, yes, please. Okay, thank you. Because uh, I heard you, you said Nicholas something. I think uh, I'll have to oppose this one. Uh, we do not Nicholas, necessarily need uh, I mean, um, Arof, please go through. Uh, we, do we, you mean taxation in terms of individuals or in terms of company-based? I, I need like, to understand. No, no, actually, we're just talking about the tax broad. system. The tax system. No, generally. Okay, the tax system, that is... No, general, the tax system that general, is used in South Africa or, or in an African ca countries, uh, I do not agree with the system based on the reasons. Uh, why do we have to tax people for buying food? Why do we have to tax people for, no, for, like for, generally, for survival? Gen generally. Yes, I'm saying the system is, is, is not good generally, we're based looking on generally. other factors. Yeah, in other factors. Because in generally... Taxation is very broad, I think, because we have to deal with other different types of taxations. Can so you please support your your? Can you support your statement? 
in terms of uh, yeah the, i support my statement taxation is only good and should be allowed to uh, on uh, companies and foreign nationals only but when we include things like vet and uh, wage taxes that one I, I i i generally disagree with okay all right now we get your point speaker um let's 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 try to check um honorable norris morris Okay, guys, um, I know that I'm expected to be the opposition, but in my mind, there the, the aren't any reason for opposing taxation because some of us, we survive via tax. Like almost all my life up, up until now, I'm still depending on it. I see uh, the side effects of having uh, people taxed every day because if you check most of South Africans will die of hunger if we, there were no tax because most of the people, they depend on the, 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 the grand money and so on and so forth. So I think not taxing people is a problem, but um, taxing them, everyone is not, is not hungry at least. That's what I think. But I can, I, can, I can highlight more on that if you allow me to do that. But I was just, I was just saying taxation... is important uh, ask me to do so. okay all right thank you so much um honorable morris for your point uh let's move to honorable uh nicholas nicholas i hope now you are having a better signal yes 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 i've i've, I've been listening so what i was saying is that public sector cannot survive without tax so if we are talking about tax in general, I think it's necessary. It goes without question. I mean, uh, how will uh, our kids go to school if there's no tax? How will our grandparents survive without tax? So tax is just mandatory. It, it, uh, the African countries should contribute. And even the, coloni the colonial companies that are mining in Africa, they should pay more tax, those ones. So, but tax is just everyone should contribute to the society. I think it's 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 what everyone can give because we are stingy to give in the, uh, like voluntarily. So the state should force people to to give out. Okay, Nicholas, um, there is a POI here coming from Arof. Arof, what is your POI? Uh, okay, thank you, uh, leadership. I'm saying that uh, my point actually is that uh, taxation it's 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 necessary. But the system that is used for taxation, it's questionable. Number one, we cannot uh, tax people if the minimum wage is, is, is not uh, supported. These companies, uh, majority of private companies, are not adhering to the minimum wage system. And then uh, the minimum wage that is here in South Africa, it does not benefit South Africa, uh, for example. The minimum wage, I think it's around uh, 4,000, if I may think. And according to SARS, you cannot be taxed if you are earning less than 6,000 rand. So the companies are, 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 are themselves diving away from the tax from the people by giving people less, uh, the minimum, the exact minimum wage that does not even contribute to the tax. So the government should literally wipe out the taxation on a pay as you earn and can only be allowed on people who are earning 150,000 plus. Those ones can only be taxed. 
But those who are earning less than that, they cannot be taxed or they should not be taxed because I don't think it's fair because we things are becoming expensive. Inflation is growing and we are still have we still have to tax people in general. Companies should be the ones that contribute more tax than the, the, the people. Government uh, okay. should uh, find ways to... So that we can move to Morris? All right, thank you. Government should find ways to, to generate money except by relying on tax. In fact, tax does not contribute enough uh, uh, for our revenue in South Africa. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Uh, Morris, what is your PO? Okay, um, Mr. Adolf, thank you for your input. Uh, I want to highlight something from what you've said. Um, you've said that uh, people, companies who pays, I don't know if you, I got you well, who paid people less than maybe 6,000, they are not taxed. Okay, um, a taxation, I think it goes like this. Um, a company, every company that it's making money, is it's being taxed. Usually they have papers. Uh, I'm not talking about special shops. I'm talking about companies that hire uh, people, maybe pay them 4,000, 3,000 a month. Uh, for example, maybe uh, maybe your company is bigger. So what I'm trying to say is this. Uh, the company itself, it does pay tax. In their books, they, they pay tax. So it means that the people who are also working, they will be determined by SARS whether they qualify they qualify for paying tax. If they don't qualify, they don't qualify. I don't have, I don't think there is a problem with the system. I don't know if you get. Okay. Um, thank you so much, um, Honorable Tatu, for that. Uh, I'm going to allow only wrap up in POI so that we move to the other motion. Uh, anyone want to wrap up very quickly so that we move to the other motion? Okay. We have Abram here. Abram, what is your POI? Uh, thank you very much, Chairman. You know, these technical problems, I don't know what's the problem with my, 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 my network. But uh, for so long, I've joined you late. But um, I think it's an excellent idea uh, uh, for the African countries for, for to be uh, taxation. Uh, you know, tax, um, it, it upgrades us. No matter how, there are some departments in, 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 in our country that do not have income. They don't give in income, but we rely on tax for that uh, the employees to be to be paid. So tax is a very good thing. And then everyone who falls under the criteria that uh, they should be taxed, let them be taxed. And then uh, those who are not, then let it be not. But taxation is a very excellent idea in African countries. It should be uh, initiated and it should never be stopped. Thank you very much, Chairman. All right, thank you so much, Honorable Abram. We have a POI on the floor that is coming from Honorable Nicholas. Honorable Nicholas, what is your point of view? Yes, I, I, I wanted to also correct Adolf there when he's saying tax is not contributing a lot, you know. Uh, well, I think you're mistaken. The tax is actually at the center of major contribution towards the state funds. Because if you check, I mean, in South Africa alone, I think tax is contributing more than more than actually uh, around 1.2 billion or so or more it's actually covered from the employees i was actually just checking this stats recently about what a uh, just ordinary employee contribute i'm not talking about company taxation but what i'm trying to say is that private sector the, I, I like what abram said about uh, there are other departments that do not generate any funds 
he's correct is is definitely 100% correct that those that do not generate funds they actually receive uh, funds from tax th th that tax money revenue tend to help those that do not they, they, they do, that do not generate anything you talk about public schools you talk about all these things that you think of that do not have any do, don't don't uh, generate anything they rely heavily on tax Honorable Adolf, what is your POI? Okay, my POI is that uh, this taxation thing, I think it's uh, unjust or it's unfair because currently the taxation is being uh, increased because of the government has made debts there and there, and then they increase taxes to our individuals. They pay more than uh, they're supposed to, but then they do not get the benefits of what they are paying for. So this, ta this taxation thing, I think it should be cancelled from being contributed by uh, employees, employers, but only uh, employees, I mean, but only companies should contribute onto tax, not the, 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 the way. Okay, can I? Yes. Uh, yes, please. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it was Adolf, right? Who was, who was highlighting this point? Correct, my speaker. Or upper up. I didn't get. I, I want the person it who was, was speaking right Adolf. now. It was Adolf. That was okay. Okay, okay, Mr. Adolf. Okay, I get what you are saying. Uh, when you are saying companies should be taxed alone, here here comes a problem. If you tax a company a lot of money, you won't be able to pay its employees, and the owner of the company will will not be able to make enough profit. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Dividing the tax among these people, it makes it more less. Because if the company were paying more tax, they'll have to reduce your salaries and you'll have a problem. And their money will be less in the in the in the in the in the revenue of the country. So that is what I'm saying. The way they have put it, everyone is paying speaker, a tax. Speaker, speaker, can you please wrap up your point before we take honorable Abram? Okay, uh, what I was trying to say is that the way they have uh, distributed the, the, the people who should pay tax, it's correct. Because if you say the company should pay tax, they will be taxed more in order to compensate what the tax of the employees. So it will have to... Your time is up, my speaker. Your time yes, is up. Uh, um, Honorable Abram, what is your point? Thank you very much, Chairman. You know... Uh, um, Honorable Adolf, uh, let's let's not argue for the sake of the debate. You know, we need to come in consensus and agree in 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 facts and and in reasonable uh, 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 statements. Now, NEFSA's student funding. You know, the the the, the social. Uh, 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 funds uh, for, for elderly people, disabled people, uh, and, and children, where, where does the money coming from? You understand? Not only companies, if only companies contribute that tax, it will never enough to cover the whole population of South Africa, those who are receiving Rapa, social Rapa, grants. Your point, my, 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 speaker. Point is, my point, okay, my point is that to Adolf is that, you know, 
Adolf, no matter how much you can argue, we need text, not only from the companies that we have in South Africa, but everyone who's earning a decent uh, 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 salary that he must call, he or she must contribute uh, to the state so that we can run the business of the state. Thank you very much, Time Chairman. Uh, Arof, you're on the floor. What is your opinion? Thank you, Speaker. Uh, Abram, uh, I need to engage on that. Remember, uh, companies, uh, the, the nationalization of companies can help actually the government to generate more funds to themselves. The, 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 the taxation itself uh, can help in that way. When I'm saying uh, companies should uh, also contribute. The reason I'm saying this is because, for example, I'm earning 30K, for example, and then they tax me. But then my child cannot be allowed to, to uh, participate in that NESFA scheme. My child cannot be uh, allowed to participate in those other things. But they tax me more. So is that even a fair system? It's not fair. The system is not fair because they are taxing more of me, but my children are deprived of that right to, 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 to get those benefits. They are benefiting only others. That thing on its own, it will create an anarchy around the country because now we are, I, I feel robbed because... Uh, I pay, I contribute, I do whatever, but then my children don't benefit, don't get those benefits. That is unfair. Please wrap up your, your appointment, Speaker, before we take... Yes, uh, I'm saying that... that is, uh, my, my network. I'm saying that is unfair for us to contribute uh, or people who are earning above whatever that uh, is required to contribute in that taxation, but their children cannot be participants of that those schemes that are being supplied by the tech all right okay. <laughs> thank you so much Ms. speaker i am i see that i see that i see that there's a poi here uh coming from nicholas uh before abram uh nicholas what is your mm. point of information nicholas before me okay it's actually abram <laughs> okay abram come through okay thank you very much chairman uh, you know what, uh, on this one, as much as I'm uh, opposing to Adolf, I'll have to agree with him on on on, on his facts stating, good, you know, he's speaking about a different thing now of nationalizing uh, the state-owned uh, entities. Actually, if we nationalize that, you know, the, we will generate more money, a lot of money. Actually, we can end up being a developed country in south africa but 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 that it does not it does not um deviate us from from paying our tax now the only thing that we can do is that the system should allow people who are paying tax their children should also benefit should be ben should benefit from the contribution that they're making they're making to the state thank you very much Chairperson. All right, thank uh, you so much, Mr. Speaker. Honorable Morris, you are on the floor. What is your point of view? Ah, Chair, you are skipping me. Okay. <laughs> My apologies. Um, Honorable Nicholas, please come through. <laughs> okay. So, uh, one, one thing for sure, I think Abraham is also contradicting himself there. Abraham and Adolf, what, what do they mean when they say nationalizing uh, state-owned entities? I mean, I thought by saying state-owned entity, it it is already owned by state. I mean... 
when we talk about ESCOM, for example, when we talk about Dinel, those are already in the hands of the state. But I mean, that's just no, to, it, it was uh, mistake. Like okay. <laughs> So, 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 so to come on that one of you know, text how smart it is is that you, you are, you, you are not text. You are, you, we are not text the same amount. Text is based on, I mean, certain percentage, certain age, and uh, there are a lot of contributors to text. And then, for them to charge you text if you are, you are earning thirty thousand, they are literally helping people who are not earning anything at all. I mean, what what you are left with after that thirty thousand, if they collect eight thousand, for example, from that thirty thousand, you should be able to take your My kid speech, to school. I mean, please wrap up your point. Please yes. Up your so, point. so, so what I'm trying to say is that. Well, those who are text, those who are aiming a lot, they should not even be, uh, their kids should not be included in public uh, uh, services. They they have to pay for their kids. Text your is for the up, needy and the your poor. Your time is up. Uh, your time is up. Um, Honorable Morris, you're on the floor. Okay, what I wanted to say, Nicola. ever you're contributing a certain amount to the to the tax then it means your child should benefit from that it means that the richer gets richer whereas the poor get poorer we are we were trying to level the field here okay what i'm saying is that if you take if you afford to take your child to 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 to, to school why not take it take that child to school when you're earning thirty thousand, you are able to pay to pay for those those school fees so it means that if ever you are, you, you are still benefiting from the same tax, whereas you are earning more money, it means your child will have more benefits, which means that money that was, was supposed for you to take there for the child to pay for, for those school fees will be given to you, the parents, you have to keep that child, that, that money for other purposes. Okay, my point is... Can I, can I wrap up? Okay, please wrap up. Okay, my point is this. You cannot say those who are having a lot of money to receive the more benefits, whereas those who are not receiving, receiving the same thing. It means that they will never be on the same level. Your, your time is up. Um, Arof, you're on the floor. Thank you. And Maurice and Nicholas, when you're saying that I earn enough to take my child to school, why am I being enforced to pay for the other child? That should be a choice. I should choose whether I want to participate in, in, in helping that or not. Whether it's sympathy or whatever that is included emotionally, it should be a choice. Government should not enforce that on me. So why are you enforcing me to, to pay for the poor and then uh, you don't want my children to participate in that thing? That will create an anarchy. The system will create an anarchy. Government has many ways to, to, to generate money. Nationalization is the best way actually for the government to generate money. So, and then if the government can nationalize and create more companies, more people will work and then more people will, will increase a, a buying power. That means the state will generate more money. There will be more circulation on the uh, economy. Abram, your mic is on. What is your point of information? Thank you very much, Chairman. You know, the 1996 Constitution, Chapter 2, it speaks of rights, you know, and then everyone should be equal. As much as everyone should be treated equal, 
and then whether the gap of the poor and the rich is there you have to treat me equal as a poor person if i'm rich now 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 nicholas is speaking of 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 the status whether i'm earning thirty thousand, i can afford to take my child to school you you can't say i'm earning thirty thousand. i can afford my child to go to school i have needs also you know i can't be staying in a shack where else i mean i'm 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 earning thirty thousand. you understand what i'm saying but but the money that i'm earning it cannot afford for me to take my child to what to 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 a private school you understand so so i'll have to take my child to a public school and he needs that child should be treated as equal as the parent that is poor you understand they must receive a same treatment if there is a benefit your point my my point is that if 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 people that are treated equally should receive equal benefits you understand that 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 is what their our constitution is stating everyone should be treated equally no matter you are poor or rich honorable nicholas okay. you're on the floor what is your poi the rich should be forced to contribute because either way voluntarily uh, adolf no one is 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 voluntarily helping the needy you know there are kids who are going into muddy school in eastern cape there well nobody is is, is even thinking of uh, doing something for them so the reason for tax as well is to make sure that there is just a fair contribution without having to beg for somebody to make a contribution so what, what what I'm saying is that also um, on 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 Abraham is that if 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 everyone is paying tax like that, if we make public services to be the best, there won't be a difference between you taking your kid to public school or private school. You gotta take them there anyway. But for a mere fact that you're earning something, we are saying to you that support those who do not earn anything. So that's just literally the reason around tax. So they should be forced to to contribute. And then with the little that they are left with, they can do whatever to their kids. But they Please have to be your point, my speaker. Yes, thank you. All right, thank you so much, Honorable Morris. You're on the floor. Okay. Um, what I wanted to highlight is this, um, guys. We have to agree to one thing, if 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 it needs to be. If you check, uh, we are we are talking about different levels of education you know that every child is allowed to go to school meaning that they are treated equally things start to change when they are going to higher institutional learning you get what i'm saying we have to get there on higher institutional learning on primary school not on primary school and secondary school because it's free and if you afford you can take your child to what to private schools or, or boarding school okay let's go to university university if ever a parent is not working there is no way without funding that the, that parent can take uh, his or her child to school that is why we are saying uh, leveling the field brings more opportunities for everyone you get what i'm saying a, a learner that is at the university not having money it's, it's liable to go to school through NSFAS, right? So it means that at least the one, the parent that is working, it's my able speaker, to pay for that learner's my school. Speaker, mm. Honorable Morris, can you please wrap up your point? I think the government is trying to level the field. The moment they are saying uh, a parent who's earning from this range can take their child to school. That's what I'm trying Thank you so much, my speaker. Honorable Arof, you're on the floor. What is your point of information? Okay, my point of information is that uh, they are saying that uh, we should be in we should be enforced, or taxation should be enforced on people, because 
They're saying no one will willingly want to participate in the taxation. But that is an unfair treatment because the constitution itself, uh, chapter 2 of Bill of Rights, it states that uh, everyone should be treated equally before the law, should be e treated equally before... So if you are forcing me to pay tax, is that equal to me? Are you treating me equally to something, someone else who is not paying tax? Someone else is working, but because based on their requirements, they are saying uh, they don't participate. So is the government choosing us how to live our life for example if i am earning 40 they're supposed to lower my life standard to 30. that's what the government is saying that's what the government is saying. so is that a, a, a fair treatment if it's a fair treatment why are we being taxed differently why someone who's earning hundred thousand is taxed differently to someone who's earning uh, thirty thousand or ten thousand that is an unfair treatment by the government which i state that it will create an anarchy to those people who are earning that amount but they are not benefiting the benefits of what they are paying for. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Thanks. Speaker. On the floor, as you can come through. Everyone is paying tax, guys. When you buy bread, you are paying tax. When you earn, you buy tax. You are, you are paying tax. You cannot expect someone who's earning 50 rand a month, for example, I'm just saying, and compare that person with someone who's earning 100,000 a month. You get what I'm saying? So... Uh, potentially we cannot say they should be taxed the same percentage it means that if ever when you're earning a thousand a month you uh, you will be taxed a lot of money uh, almost quarter of that money and you'll be left with nothing but the one who's earning more even after taxation is still far ahead of you you have to get that uh, that that point that i'm trying to say thank you all right. Um, thank you so much, Ms. Speaker, honorable speakers, for taking your time to come and join the show tonight. It was quite interesting having all the speakers. Now we're about to wrap up the show. I'll allow each and every speaker to I'll, I'll go in order with your, your messages. I'll ask you guys to send me your POI so that I can confirm that you're still on the point. Just send me POI so that I can confirm if you are still on on the mic. Each and every speaker will be given one minute um, to conclude in order with the POIs that we are getting on the chat box. I see the first one is Nicholas, the second one is Arof. Uh, I'm expecting other POIs, the other one is Maurice. Uh, Abram will come through also. All right. Uh, in order with the POIs, each speaker will be given sort of um, two minutes. Say whatever that you want to say in conclusion to the show. Honorable speaker Nicholas. How do you live up to show? Well, very interesting. Very interesting to see young minds engaging about issues that are affecting us. So I do think that uh, the platform was very robust, critical, well, as well as educative. I, I, I think we need more of these type of shows and platforms whereby young people can engage about things that educate or things that instill some sort of like uh, you know information to the listeners because it shouldn't just be a noise around people it should just be informative as well so yeah that's 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 as far as i can go but thank you a lot Thank you so much, Honorable Speaker Nicholas. We are moving to Adolf. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Chairman. Uh, I think that uh, this platform is a very great platform. It allows us 
from wherever we are across the world to engage in relation to the topics or the issues which we are facing on a daily basis. And uh, based on the motions which were uh, brought forward, uh, especially the issue of uh, reducing the voting age and all that, uh, I also would like to say to our listeners that uh, voting age should be allowed to be lowered to 16. Uh, example, in our country, uh, South Africa, you are allowed to be given an ID at the age of 16 as well. So that the voting age should be uh, allowed. Children should be allowed to participate more in, the, in, in politics so that they know what is happening around their country. And also the issue of taxation. I think the government should revisit this uh, 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 the formula or the system that is used so that uh, it will be fair to everyone. It will benefit each and everyone, especially those who are participating in, in that uh, taxation thing. I mean, you can't be giving out money, but you don't get the benefits to that as well. Regardless whether you are rich or you are poor, you have to also get the benefits. You are also a citizen of this country as well. So I learned that uh, I learned a lot from this uh, show today. And thank you to everyone who participated, who brought their minds. Honorable Morris, you're on the floor. Okay. Um, I, 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 my condition is that I have to agree with uh, what Adolf said, um, especially on the first part, on the first topic where we were talking about um, lowering the age and so on and so forth. I agree with him on, the, on that one. Okay, again, on the issue of taxation, uh, I think uh, the issue of taxation, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean when you are paying tax, it means that the, you are paying tax so that your children go to school. Tax is about service delivery, uh, among other things, so that uh, people can have a lot of things. It's just, it's just that I have to mention that... Um, you see, they, 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 they might be a village where they're on top of mountains so on. They'll need the government for them to create roads there. So it's part of your tax. So your tax is not really uh, on, on one core or on education alone. And you're also protected by the police. Your tax is also used to pay those police. You're also using, you, it's also used to pay to the doctors that are helping you when you're sick, the doctors that are assisting your children when they're sick. So it's not necessarily mean it's on education alone. So you have to take uh, that into account before saying you're forced to pay uh, something because like you are benefiting as well. Not necessarily mean you don't benefit. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Honorable Speaker uh, Tato uh, Morris, we thank you so much for your conclusion. We move to our last speaker of the day, Honorable Abram. Honorable Abram, you have two minutes. Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson. Thank you very much, uh, the members of uh, the panel, our listeners. Um, this uh, has been a productive um debate today i've learned a lot as much as i've said in in the beginning that you know debating is not all about a competition but we learn and then uh, uh, uh that is how we enrich our minds so today i've learned a lot starting with uh, the first motion of the lowering age of voting yes i believe now everyone is agreeing that you know we should be uh lowering the age um but but considering the facts, Uguti, you know, 
uh, uh, um, children should be um, taught and then uh, should be should be given experience of what is happening in the politics and in the economic field of, of our countries and Africa as a whole. Uh, even in the second motion of the taxation, <laughs> I believe, you know, as much as I have to disagree with Adolf is that, you know, we need tax. Uh, the state has to collect tests so that we can keep up the business of the state running. You know, it's not a matter of the poor, it's not a matter of the rich, but we the state needs to collect tax so that we can keep the country moving. So thank you very much, Chairperson, for allowing us, uh, giving us this platform. You know, to the listeners, 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 again, you know, this, this is a fruitful uh, platform. You know, we need more young uh, people to participate in this platform, you know, invite uh, more youth, especially youth uh, to come and join us, listen, you know, give views so that, you know, we can uplift Africa as a whole, as a nation. We need to grow. We need Africa continent to be a developed continent as Asia and, and, and South Americans and so forth uh, continent. Uh, thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson. Chairperson. Override it. Override it. Can, can I go? Your POI is overrided. All right. Thank Please you. go through. All right. Thank you. Uh, I, I need to add on what Abram has just been saying right now uh, to our listeners, those who, who have uh, participated today. Uh, I would like to thank them like extremely very hard. Uh, this, this type of topics, it's nothing without them. We are pleading with them that they 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 grow they they, they grow this uh, platform and invite more people to participate. Uh, the communication is not only about us being on the callers and exchanging words. Also, them uh, bringing in their ears pays a, a a lot of respect to us. And then the message goes uh, far away from different people across the world. So we're thanking very very hard to them uh, for their participation and everything and the support all those. So I'd like to ask them to continue to, to, to support us. Thank All right. Now, it's an honor. Uh, I would like to actually to submit by saying that all the motions that we actually went through, uh, I had all the speakers, they spoke their mind and, it, you know, they were thinking quite critically. Starting with Honorable Ndlovu, we'll start by thanking him. Honorable Ndlovu, actually, it's one of the leaders of a political party, which is actually based at Zimbabwe. Uh, we thank him actually for taking time to come through. We understand there is a lot shading in Zimbabwe. That's why he actually had some technical problems. And we also thank you so much, Honorable Nicholas, Arof, Morris, and Abram, and also the other ones who also came in board to listen. We thank you so much for joining the show. I submit that the House is adjourned. Thank you, Chairman. Thank you. 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 Thank you.